Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast, episode number 109, featuring the one, the only, the eminent four foot eleven woman in the house. Welcome Kayla Woodson to the podcast. <laughs> Nailed it. I was it. not expecting that. I love that you know that, though. Welcome to my house. Welcome to Thank the pod. You. This is a cool house. Thank you. It's small. I mean... It's better than an, an apartment. Well, it's it's actually bigger than <laughs> anywhere an else I've ever lived, so I'm not I'm not too yes, upset yeah. about it. That's I don't great. I no longer have to share one bathroom with three other dudes. That's that's plus. Growing up, it, hashtag this it. is thirty. It does have its parts. <laughs> honestly. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast thanks today. What have you been up to today? What have you been up to this week? Um, I'm catching up on my life this week. Okay, <laughs> so. Tell me everything. Tell you everything. Okay, well, as we all know, there was the snow week, right? Mm-hmm. So that was just chaos. Snowmageddon 2024, the year of our well, Lord Laney Wilson. Here's the thing, though, right? Like, I don't mind being stuck at home. Right. But then I want the option to leave. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem I don't like. Like, being snowed in for a week, like, the first couple days, I'm like, it's pretty. Because like, you're a teacher, right? Yeah. I teach preschool. So technically, yeah. that counts as teaching. You're, yeah, that, you're teaching the minds of young children. Young, yes, very young Red, children. Red, green, blue. Yeah, I, I can kill it in colors and shapes. <laughs> I can't. Oh, <laughs> but like, ask me like a high school math question, I'm out. Um, same. Yeah, I'm out. But I was bad yeah. at high school math in high school math. Same. I, it was just same. a slow crawl from bad to worse. Yeah, I was more of like the the English kid. Like I could write me all too. day every day. But besides math, my brother was good at math. So I'd be like, hey. You're like, help me out. can you help me with long division? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just like catching up this week. So between that and then I was in Mexico all last week. Okay, why were you in Mexico? <laughs> so I had some good friends that got married. So Amazing. I know, right? Like, what a perfect time. Like, yeah, that couldn't no have joke. been planned any better. <laughs> Go straight like, from snowy hell Nashville yes. to summer paradise, yes. Mexico. And then I came back to just cold, cold hell Nashville, Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm glad to be back. But I'm just like, I feel like I need to catch up. Right. So it was like two weeks of my life that were just not on a normal schedule. If that makes what sense. did you do during the shutdown? Like the, the snowstorm? Did you just watch TV and eat junk food? Um, That's what I did. I tried not to eat junk food. I, I did eat a little. I will say that. Um, <laughs> and how can you not? Like when you're snowed in. <laughs> okay, let's do a, a roster of everything I ate. I ate three pizzas. Everything was frozen. Three pizzas. Yeah. Two pints of Ben and Jerry's. Honestly, that sounds amazing. Two full cartons of Chunky Chips Ahoy. And then I bought a 12-pack of one of those like... Arnold Palmer iced tea lemonade things. Oh, the like the black hand. Yeah, those oh are my gosh, so those good. are so good. Sponsor us, Arizona. Really though, <laughs> honestly, I I want some of those if you get sponsorship. I ate so much junk and I slept right there on my couch for five days. That's like I did like rewatch things. Like I did, I did like the whole Hunger Games series. Nice, I did Lord through. of the Rings. <laughs> so like I did stuff like that, but I tried to be somewhat productive. Like I tried to get some work done that I had just like been not putting off, but like things that just needed to be done. Lesson planning, and kind I of finally stuff? no, just more like like music stuff. Like oh, gotcha. I have things that I needed to like plan out for like my new song and. When normally like you that. would justify be like, oh, I don't have time, and yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> and then you finally did have time. It was like during the COVID shutdown when everyone's like, oh, I don't have the time to like learn a new language. And now the government and the world is like, here's six months. 
Yeah. Good luck. Honestly, it kind of felt like I told someone that the other day. Like I felt like I was like starting COVID all over again. Really? Yeah. I mean, it, thank God it was only for a week. Right. But I, I was like, oh my gosh. Like. So what year did you move to Nashville? 2012. 12. You've been here for 12 years? Oh, gee. No. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So you I moved w- here for Belmont, right? Yes. I went to Belmont um, and then I graduated in 2016 and okay. stayed. So we're the same age. Look at us. 30. Class of 2016, baby. I actually had to do a victory lap semester because uh, I took a break and okay. went to Mexico and partied. <laughs> that was actually what I did. It's a trend. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I'm like, I can't say I'm 30. I'm not 30 yet. Um, <laughs> on I'll the down there. low, on 30. the video podcast. <laughs> on the video where they see me doing this. Um, yeah. No, I, it's been fun. I've seen, I feel like Nashville's grown so much. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still growing now, but when I see half the stuff, especially downtown, like, like 12 South used to be the ghetto. Oh my gosh. You didn't East go there. Nashville? No one Nuh-uh. went to East Nashville. Like, I would, no. Pop, pop. Is it fireworks or is it gunshots? <laughs> like, I used to, like, make myself go to the pharmacy because I love the pharmacy so much. It's so But good. I was terrified to go there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's awful. But, and now it's like, it's like the trendiest place you can go. The, well, yeah. I'm, most of my friends live in East Nashville. Top 10 like, places to visit while yeah. you're visiting Nashville. The pharmacy. Mm, I love the pharmacy. Five points. <sighs> but like even like the Music City Center was pretty much just getting finished when right. I moved here. That's crazy to yeah. me. Because it just seems like ubiquitous with living in Nashville now. Mm-hmm. As does like the... the crazy skyline we have but mm-hmm. i mean when i moved here even the 505 tower i call it a vape pin just that square <laughs> black tower downtown yeah, exactly that wasn't there about. no a lot of buildings were not yeah there. It's, it's crazy insane. like even just like the whole bachelor bachelorette party like mm-hmm. that was never that when i moved here that was never a thing like it just all of a sudden in the last like trashville years, it's like oh everybody wants to come here Let's so. let's put up a sign and say we're closed. We're closed <laughs> at capacity. <laughs> we're we're closed. Don't ask. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. I I actually like it because like when people do have like bachelorette parties here, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm staying in my apartment. Come hang with me because <laughs> no one's going and having their bachelorette party in Columbia, Missouri. No, where I grew up, because no one dreams of growing up and moving to Columbia, Missouri. Well, I feel I, either way, I I'm good. Like I'm I'm from close to New Orleans, so like I feel like either way, I'm I'm set. You're from a place that sounds like Fraggle Rock. What's, Fraggle what's Rock. Wagaman. It's <laughs> 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 like what? <laughs> Fraggle Rock. You're from Wagaman. You're like, from Wagaman. Wagaman, Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, that so, sounds like a Looney Tunes town. <laughs> I used to tell ta- I used to tell people like Wagatail, Wagaman. Okay. That's the best way to explain. <laughs> Wagaman, but. That's close to New Orleans then? It's about 20 minutes outside I mean, talk about tourist destinations, New Orleans and Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. I went there once and I was like, I get it. Yeah, it, it, it only takes one time <laughs> to understand it. I did a uh, photo shoot at a New Orleans bar, actually, for the album I released in 2017. Okay. But yeah, there was, I forget what the bar was called, but it was super tiny and it had this, I, I would assume, just some kind of a band playing in there. There was a dude with a tuba. But mm-hmm. it was so tiny, and my friend just 
was taking photos for me drinking at this bar and I was like, mm, how indicative of what the future of my life was about to look like. Just pictures of me at bars. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and now you're literally at bars, what, every night? Every yeah. day of the week. Yeah. Not because I want to go out drinking every day of the week, but thank you, tour stop. Thank you, tour stop. <laughs> I mean, hey, at least it's like a job that you love, though. It is. I describe it to people as like, I do what tourists do for vacation. Like, I go to a bar, and I have a beer, and I watch Mm -hmm. a band. Yeah. And then they're like, and? And and they they give me money to do that. Yeah. Which is a crazy job. Yeah. I mean, it's a great job. It's not bad. I mean, hey. (laughs) Anytime you catch me complaining, be like, hey. Remember? Stop that. (laughs) (laughs) You could get a normal job. (laughs) You could could go back to uh, serving at the Frothy Monkey. See? Which I did for nine days, and then quit on the spot. It was so bad. It was my first job in Nashville, and I love Frothy Monkey now, but eight years ago, seven years ago when I moved here, I had never served, and I applied for a job, okay. and when I showed up for my first day, no one was there, and they had forgot they hired me. Oh my gosh. So I showed up for the downtown Frothy Monkey on Fifth Avenue, and I was supposed to be one of the opening shifts, and they were supposed to open at like five or six o'clock, so I got there. 545, whatever it was, before my shift started, and I just waited on the street until someone showed up. Oh, no. And they didn't open until 7. So I'm on the street <laughs> by myself for like an hour thinking like, did I go to the wrong place? And okay. this dude showed up, and he was the cook. He's like, are you waiting for something? And I'm like, yeah, I got a <laughs> no, job. No, I'm sitting here for fun. He's like, I, yeah, I'm just hanging out in front of the Frothy Monkey waiting for the coffee that hasn't obviously hasn't been prepared yet. Jeez. But when he let me in, he's like, so did somebody hire you? And I was like, yeah, I did had an interview a couple of weeks ago. They said this was my first day. And he goes, okay, welcome to Frothy Monkey. <laughs> Maybe we should do that for all jobs. Just mm-hmm. go into some, I'm, I am the captain now. Yeah, like, right. Go go into Amazon and be like, I am Jeff Bezos now. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Jeez. So how long have you been teaching? Um, not very long. So um Was this I, not what you went to school for then? No. No. So I was I went to Belmont. I uh, studied entertainment industry studies. Okay. So like music business. That's cool. Pretty much anything entertainment related. Music, okay, gotcha. television, radio. Um, travel, sports, and I started working at the Country Music Hall of Fame downtown a, a week after I graduated. Okay, cool. Um, and then with COVID, so I've been there almost six years. They let our most of our department go. So that they, sucks. They furloughed us, and then by the week of Christmas, twenty twenty, I got let go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I mean, it is what it is, but. I, one of the guys that I had worked with uh, at the Hall of Fame, of course, you know, when it rains, it pours. So one of my tires popped in my car mm-hmm. with no job. Yep. Go figure. That's then how that it led to all four needing to be changed because that's how it rolls. Right? Oh, yeah. That's happened to me <laughs> so many times. So I was in Sam's waiting to get my tires done, walking around, and I ran into him. And he was like, my wife is the assistant director at a preschool and they really need help. Like, would you be interested? And I was like, sure. Like, at the time, I was truly like, it's a job. Like, I've always loved kids. I've babysat. Like, right. you know. Um, I need to pay rent I on time. I need a job. And so, by February, I was, I had started working there. And I was like, 
That's what they call, we call it floating. So basically like, it's basically, I sit there, I cut things out for mm-hmm. teachers. I bring kids to the bathroom. I, you know, all the little mundane right. things. Um, that kids can't do themselves. Yeah. And like, then, go to the or like the teachers need help with something. Right. Like they need something laminated or whatever. Um, and then from there, 2022, I started being like a, their full time like substitute. That's cool. And then from there, I was you got in the a teaching room. job. Yeah, so it kind of like is morphed. it you with another teacher? Or is it you by yourself? It's me with another teacher. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Managing how many children are in the class? Twelve. That's a lot of twelve three year olds. <laughs> My nephew is three or four now, but yeah, they're crazy. They're, they're fun though. They're fun. I mean, some of the things that come out of their mouth, I'm like. (laughs) You're like, where do those thoughts come from? And they're so observant. Like you, you don't even have to be talking to them and you're talking about something else to somebody and they will pick it up. They know exactly. I always tell my friends, I'm like, when you have kids, remember that your children tell their preschool teachers Everything. Everything. <laughs> there was a lady with daddy sitting mm-hmm. on his lap and it wasn't mommy. They, and you're they like, would. What? I mean, I hope I never get, I've never gotten that one. <laughs> I have not gotten that one and I don't think I will. But yeah, they will. They'll tell you exactly I forget what's who up. I was talking with kind of like that, but kids are unfiltered because oh, they don't, they don't even think I'm, I'm saying this to be bad or I'm saying this to insult no. you, but they're just like, you're tall and you have wide hips and you're like. Yeah. That's honestly <laughs> one of the main reasons I, I mean, I do love my job, but that's one of the main reasons I love my job is mm-hmm. because kids, being with kids all day, yes, like it is a little exhausting sometimes, but like kids are so unfiltered and so genuine mm-hmm. that it's kind of a nice break from having to deal with adults. <laughs> no kidding, because adults awful. will lie to you. <laughs> Three-year-olds haven't discovered lying quite yet. But they're like, they tell you how they feel and it's. I mean, fall down on the ground. I'm like, going to cry for a minute and then I'm going to be yeah. over it. But they're so like, they'll tell you exactly how they feel and they don't. How do you feel today? Well, and you're like, yeah. oh, let's buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. And they, I mean, and they, the things that they say, they don't even have to think about it. They're just like being themselves. Stream of like, consciousness. Yes. It's, it's Adults nice. need more of that. Really though. Kayla. Yes. How do you feel today? <laughs> Um, right now, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that'd be, that'd be right great now, if you, I'm not sure. that'd be great for you it to like focus in on the camera and be like, I, keep I hate this. <laughs> I don't hate this. I love this. I, I just, you know, it depends on what the questions are. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. So you're from Louisiana, but yes. you moved here in 2012 for school. Yes. Um, what was the process of getting out of the south into the, i call this like the belt buckle the nashville is like the, the, the very top of the <laughs> south what what were the differences between growing up in the deep south versus uh the cracker barrel south cracker barrels. <laughs> <laughs> there so like for me i guess one of my biggest things was new orleans is a city obviously but it's very unique and so, like, for me, I have never experienced living in a city. A city like city. Like, Nashville, like a city city. So, that was a really big culture shock for me when I first moved here. And it's crazy because, like I said, now it's even bigger even of a city than it was. But, like, for me, I was, I remember, like, telling my mom, like, I, this is weird. Like, I don't know what to do in a city like Had this. Had you always wanted to move here? Yeah. Um, college was my bargaining chip. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so um, I wanted to move here right out of high school um, to do music. And my mom was like, hey, like... You should get a degree. As much as I love that, like, maybe just look at colleges so I know you have a bed to sleep in and food to eat. And I was like, okay. And mm. I had known... I had known a girl that went to Belmont mm -hmm. and she was telling me about it. So I was like, well, let me check it out. So my junior year of high school for Mardi Gras, the week of Mardi Gras, because we get off the whole week. For Mardi really? Gras. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So that week we came up here and I like toured Belmont and That's I was, I went home and I'm like, I'm doing Belmont. That's, That's fun. And the, I'm the high school counselor thought I was nuts because I like literally I had one option. I, Belmont. Cause you know, like they have like the college counselor yeah. And so I went in and I was like, this is my option. She was like, you don't want a backup? Like, what if you have to come home for some reason? And I was like, there's no backup. No plan B. There's no backup. Like, this is going to work. I mean, I knew I had like the grades and like, yeah. I wasn't worried about that. And I you was You were like, smart. I was. I wasn't. Fast forward. I'm not sure how we're doing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I wasn't worried about it. But like, it was funny because she made me feel crazy because she was like, you don't have like a backup plan and I was like nope like this is it see I wish I had had that kind of decisive attitude when I was 18 because I transferred colleges three times oh wow I did my freshman year outside of Kansas City I did my sophomore year at a community college back home and then I did my third year I did half of it at a state university in my hometown and that was when I took time off. And my dad was like, oh, Aaron's, Aaron's <laughs> going to drop out. There's no way he's going back to college. Because I had all of a sudden gotten a taste of what it was like to work full time and mm -hmm. make real money. And my dad was full set. I'm like, you're probably not going to go back, are you? I was like, no, I am. I want to finish college. Yeah. I want to do this. He goes, no. <laughs> and lo and behold, I did take my one semester off when I started back in the summer and did a summer and fall semester and I graduated in 16 December okay so I finally got out but I was so bad at college I transferred three times and changed majors four times wow yeah so I was one of those kids I did change my major so. I wasn't good at anything <laughs> I, I think you found your calling though I tried getting into business school I applied to business school but my grades were so bad they're like mm. we don't want you to be in our business program I was like well Turns out you don't have to. Turns out you made a business on your own. Oh my gosh. And it's so great now because <laughs> University of Missouri, yes, I am getting your alumni donation requests. You can get fucked. Oh. <laughs> oh, curse words are allowed on the. No, oh, I'm yeah. Kidding. I'm <laughs> I, as I wear my yeehaw yeah. motherfucker shirt. Uh, I wait. I love that. Have you never seen these? No, I haven't seen the shirt. I mean, I hear you say it every time I play. But yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, years ago. So this idea started from Belcourt Taps back okay. when Alex was running sound there back in 2020. Okay. And we had a guy named Dylan Underhill who was a drummer who came every week. Oh. And he was very, how shall we say? Oh, gosh. Hell yeah, brother flavored. Okay. So every, it, it, it was so, so often So did Hell Yeah that. Brother it, turn it was, into that? It was every time. No, he started <laughs> the at the end of the round. I'd say, Nashville tour, stop. And he'd go, Hell Yeah Brother. Oh, you God. remember that? <laughs> because Wait, that's worse. Me and Alex <laughs> like, so had written better. a song about it called Hell Yeah Brother because uh, of that guy. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. And 
he started being like, hey, you should get T-shirts. And I had T-shirts like, hell yeah, brother, shirts designed, like ready uh. to print. And then I told him, I was like, oh, I love this. I'm going to get these printed. He goes, well, since I started it, I want a cut of every shirt you sell. <gasps> and I was immediately like, nope, I'm going to change it. So that was when I started saying, yeehaw, motherfucker. That's a great story. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. And That's this fun. turned into my most popular merchandise. I've sold I hundreds of it. these. I believe it. And uh, now for sale. There you go. No, but we we had these for so long, and I've still got a couple of them left in the boxes, but I kind of quit wearing I sized myself out. Okay. So I've been slowly sizing myself back in. Okay. So it's a little snug right now. I mean, we've all done that. 2020 did me <laughs> dirty. <laughs> we've all done that. We've all been there. But yeah, this is my most popular merch, but really? I... I, I have to be picky about where I say it now because I work in a lot of more like corporate places. Yeah. And the rules for what I can say over the microphone are way more strict than what the performers and the guests can say. Okay. So that's why now every time I'm yeehaw, mother. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. So I, d- I don't get in trouble because I can't be held responsible for what the audience says. I was say, you're not <laughs> saying it, so whatever. Look at, look at me now, dad. Yeah. <laughs> Using that noggin, huh? Nailed it. You must have learned that in preschool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about growing up. Uh, Oh, I want to go all the way back. We're going to go back to Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. Uh, Fraggle Rock, Louisiana. Cannot. (laughs) That's amazing. So you grew up in the deep, deep south. What was your relationship with music as a kid? Uh, I mean, I I started playing. The first time I ever sang on stage, I was four years old. So, like, I had always, my grandpa had played in a band and... um, Was it like singing in church? No, no. I started, I don't know how I got to this point, but I was singing with like a group of kids. It was like, I don't even know what it's... Like a children's choir? Some kind of community children's choir? It was like, you get up and sing a song with a karaoke track. It was like a group of kids. And... uh, the first time I did, I was four, and we have a video of it. It's the cutest thing ever. Um, I say that not because it's myself. You're like, um, <laughs> it's so cute because it's me. It's not because it's me, um, <laughs> but I like sang a song on the stage, and I took the microphone, and someone in the audience screamed, "Where are you from?" And I literally in the microphone, I saw my mom, and I go, "Mom, where am I from?" Because <laughs> I had no idea. And so, like, that's the first time I was ever on stage. And I just, I grew up around music. I mean, obviously, New Orleans is obviously a heavy music town. Um, And, yeah, and, like, I, my grandpa played in a band and music was always playing. My mom was big on, like, 90s country. We always had that. My dad was a huge 80s rock. Like, loved me some Journey and Guns N' Roses and Def Leppard and all the things. Um, Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, I always just had music around. Like, it was yeah. always something that was there. And then I just discovered a love for singing and was just took Was songwriting part of it when you were a kid, too? Or did that come in way later? Um, I did I did write songs somewhat. I mean, obviously, they weren't, like, good songs. They were, they were like, they <laughs> were like, like little jingles old, or something. At, like, six years old, you can't write melodies. about life, honestly. Yeah. Um. I don't know, like, my mom used to say that, like, she has these books still, like, where I used to just start sing sing words in the tub, like, as I was, like, a kid, and mm. I'd be, like, singing to myself. So they'd go get, like, a notepad and, like, write these things down that I was Aww. singing. 
Um, which don't make sense, right. you know, but naturally, naturally they don't make sense. But yeah, like, I guess that was like, I wouldn't even count it as writing, you know, but like, I guess that was the first time I like actually showed an interest in like making up songs yeah. and like doing things like that. And then when I was about nine, I released an album and I had a couple songs on there that I had written. That's cool. Oh, <laughs> but you go back and listen to the jewel case <laughs> CD. No, I mean, I used to get like, so I used to play a lot at festivals and stuff in the area. Um, when I was about 10, I did, I literally, we grabbed my like little juke, what is that called? The karaoke machine kind mm-hmm. of thing and went to a festival and they had a little side stage and I sat on the side stage and they kept switching out the CDs <laughs> and, you just and sang I was along. singing song after song That's on cool. this little side stage. And the guy that rang the entertainment at the time came up to my parents and said, if you get her a band, I will put her on the main stage next year. Damn. And my mom's like, yeah, okay. okay. Like, what, what do you expect me to find a band? <laughs> um, and luckily through just like singing and networking and just knowing people, mm-hmm. um, there was a guy that used to play around town and his keyboard player um, told my mom, I will put a band together for her. And That's cool. From that till the time I... Till probably my sophomore year of high school, junior year of high school, I was playing fairs and festivals, weddings. Did you ever play Jazz Fest? Yeah. Good lord, that's a <laughs> that's a rite of passage as a New Orleans yeah. person. Yeah, so Louisianian, Louisianian, Louisianian. As a Wagaman. A Wagamanian. 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 I don't know. <laughs> How do you even do that? No, it, I mean it is nonstop. I was like pretty much. Like middle school through my high Mm -hmm. school years, I was playing fairs and festivals at least twice a week around the state of Louisiana. I would travel to Texas and play Opry's and things like that. And that's sweet. Yeah, it was a lot. That's way more interesting than my like background. Oh yeah, so I played in a church parking lot when I was (laughs) sixteen. That's still cool though. I I want to battle the band. Uh, so I know yeah. you also got to do a performance with Lady A, right? Yeah. What, what's the story behind that? Okay, that is a crazy story, honestly. Um, I haven't told this story in a long time. Um, so back in like 20, it was 2015. So I used to do live band karaoke at the Hard Rock down here in Nashville. Okay. So every Thursday, my band and I would come set up and... Um, from like 7 to 11. Was I that think? up there on the second floor? Mm-hmm. Cool. And we would, people would come up, they'd eat, they could sign up to do karaoke. So it would be the first like hour or two would be Lunchbox from the Bobby mm-hmm. Bone Show. He would host it. Um, and then I would basically just be there to sing. Like if somebody, if, there, if nobody if was nobody volunteering, I would just kind of be there and I'd sing a song. Well, and then he would leave and then I would host. That's um, cool. And then we do that every Thursday for ever and one night they did a drawing for this trip to the Dominican Republic and it was like an all-inclusive like lady I had a concert blah 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 and you had to be there to win so like you'd sign up well they did the drawing at like 10 30 11 o'clock at night so the first two people they called weren't there (laughs) and then they pulled my name out and I was like awesome so then yeah so then I got the trip and me and my mom went because I could bring a guest and then that it was like an inclusive so it had like a karaoke bar and a this and a you know all that it was a hard rock resort Mm -hmm. and we went in one night and we did um karaoke and so i got up and sang 
And we were in line the next day to meet Lady A, like before the show. And the people in front of me went up to meet them and turned around and said, that girl right there, you need to hear her sing. Damn. And I'm like, oh, talk about God, a shout oh, out. God, oh, God, oh, God, you're like, oh, God, you're like, don't oh, look God. At me. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even know these people. Um, and they were like, you need, and they were like, oh, really? Like, like, and I was, you know, we talked and I was like, yeah, I'm at Belmont. I'm in Nashville. And they were like, keep singing, like, keep doing, you know, they were really, really nice. And then uh, at the concert, so since we had like the VIP, we got into the concert mm-hmm. first. And so we were up in the front and we were singing along. I mean, as you Obviously. would. And I, I literally mean. remember Hillary Scott looked at me, pointed at me and did this. <gasps> and I literally turned around. <laughs> I literally was like, who, You're like, who are you talking to? to? My mom's like, she's pointing at you. And I was like. No, she's not. No, she's not. No, she's not. <laughs> so then they pulled me on stage, and I pretty much just blacked out at that point. Right. Like, I literally, as we all would. It's. I literally watched the video after, and I was like, I pulled that microphone out of her hand so fast. Like I own that. <laughs> Give me. Like I was like, this is it, you know. And I didn't mean to, but I what think I just did you blacked sing? out. It was American Honey. Damn. Yeah. So it's not then, like they're giving you just some random ass B side. They're giving you a good yeah, one. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool, and I was like, okay. And then I thought, okay, it's done. Like, you know, it was cool. A great moment. Got on video. Like, and then they actually had their, like, like, rep from, like, Universal or whatever. I think they were at Universal at the time. Came and found me in the audience and, like, pulled me back because they wanted to, like, talk to me. So then I went backstage and had, like, this whole conversation with them. They were so sweet. Like, it was, it was really cool. Then your brain starts running and you're like, yeah. is this how it happens? If only. That's not how it works, Aaron. <laughs> that is not how it works. Um, but yeah, no, it was super cool. Like, it was very unexpected. Like, thank God I knew the words. Can right. you imagine if I would have gotten up there? Like, I could have been just like. It'd be like watching like, L. No King words. do the Dolly she had Parton no tribute. Idea. Like, she, she like literally pulled me up there, I guess, just hoping that I actually was singing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just lip singing. You're like, I was a professional karaoke singer, and now I'm going to yeah. professionally lip sync, too. Well, and that's what, it was funny because that's what they told me. I remember, like, I was back there, and they were like, we pull people up all the time, and, like, that never happens. That's <laughs> like, where they actually know the words, and they actually, actually are good. Nobody actually ever can sing the words <laughs> and sing them well. And I was like, you. I see stuff like that happen at the Foo Fighters concerts because they like to they'll be like oh yeah you come play the guitar yeah. and every now and then you will get you someone get who a, can actually actually do it yeah. and imagine playing to 55,000 people just like that like it was like the most people I've ever played to is like 300 and then yeah. all of a sudden you're like hmm I can't even see how small the people are because they're so That's far insane. away <laughs> Uh, a lot i mean was it a festival it was like it was like in their like big like ballroom auditorium at the resort so i mean i'm assuming at least like five thousand people if maybe right i mean off mic we had alex motto ask how many people are in oh yeah this this one here but that's that's so cool i assume i'm not i mean i obviously didn't know it was very dark in there so like it was just you up and there I on stage with Lady A. And I blacked out, y'all. I'm not even kidding. Like I, I literally rewatched the video and I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe I just grabbed that mic out of that girl's hand. <laughs> and I didn't do it on purpose. I was just into it, you know? And I was like, 
this is my vibe. And like, then you I came to like an hour later and you're like, how did I get here? Yeah. Oh, I was freaking out. I literally remember I like went back to the hotel room and I like we called my dad on the hotel phone. I was like, you're never going to guess what just happened. <laughs> dad, you had to miss this one. Come yeah. on. I know. Well, he he's still not happy to this day. Every time that, that vacation comes up, he's like, yeah, and you just didn't bring me. <laughs> like, Sorry. It's like, dad, maybe this is your warning to come to everything. Because yeah. you never know when I might get pulled up on stage again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun, though. That was, that. gosh, that feels like so long ago. It'll be almost 10 years. What a moment. What a moment. Well, hey, that's a great place to take a break. We'll come right back with more <laughs> on the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast. And we're back with the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast, episode 109, featuring Miss Kayla Woodson, shortest guest I've ever had on the show. Hey, you know what? I'll take that. At least I'm You memorable. got on heels today, though. I do have heels on. That made me five foot. With the heels, are you, you a, are you a flat five foot? I don't know. I've never tried to measure it. <laughs> <laughs> are you 4'10"? I'm 4'11". Yeah, don't want to miss that one. No. <laughs> you you got to give me something here. So, were you always short? Yes. You're like, I'm still, I still am. I didn't get yeah. smaller. No, nope. I didn't get smaller and I didn't get bigger. <laughs> it just kind of stayed. I feel like I hit a point where it's just like, okay. Do you ever get people asking you questions like, do you have trouble reaching the top shelf? And you're like, obviously. No, but I got no problem reaching the low shelf. So <laughs> um, everything's got its, you know? You, like, <laughs> okay, so do either of you know? Everything's got its perks. Uh, there's a, a girl in town named Tori Faith who uh, has dwarfism. Okay. And she, I think she's like three, four or something. Like she's pretty short. Okay. But uh, she made a joke the other, she's got a great sense of humor about it. She played Friends in Low Places on Broadway because <laughs> she performs at Tootsie's. Yeah. And every time she sang it, she says, I am your friend in <laughs> low places. <laughs> like good for her though. <laughs> hey. Might as well make, you know, make I mean, the I light make the, of it. I make the same jokes about being deaf. I'm just, right. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? Like, yeah, can't change not? it. Yeah. Why not make a joke about it? Enjoy your life. Mm, interesting. <laughs> interesting way to segue back into the podcast. So I do want to talk about your music as yeah. much as I would love to just banter the whole time. Yeah. Um, I know you've released quite a bit of music and you started releasing yeah. music when you were not the, that old. No. When did you put out your first uh, single or your first EP? Uh, I put out my first album when I was nine. Damn. I think. Okay, so you've got all I of us nine. beat by a decade. I guess, <laughs> if you want to say it. Now, it wasn't like the quality content we got now, but you know what I mean? It was mostly covers. So, like, it can't even count as, like, like it was one of those albums where I did, like, all covers and then, like, three originals. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I had a couple of those probably through, like, high school where it was, yeah. like, just... I mean, when I moved to Nashville, it was the first time I had really focused on, like, writing and releasing my own music. Your, your music that you yeah. really care about. Yeah. Cool. What was the first uh, album called? This is hilarious. It was called Life Isn't Easy. Whoa. What does a nine-year-old know about that? Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty heavy know. for a nine-year-old. I know. I know. So, yeah. 
God, and honestly, it was really dark. cute. It's a picture of me with like a little cowboy hat on with a little Yorkie puppy dog. It's so <laughs> cute. <laughs> Your life isn't easy. Here's a picture Here's of my puppy. Here's a cute little puppy dog. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's talk about then the music that you've released since you've been in Nashville. Yeah. Um, you put out a single recently, l- last year, called mm-hmm. The Rain. Mm-hmm. Who did you write that with? Give me the story behind that. Um, so I wrote that with Emma Barge, mm-hmm. you know, Emma and Sam Blasco. Mm-hmm. Blame Sasco. Um, yeah. Great girl. Um, so I went into a write with them. And we were just, honestly, we just started, like, talking about dating in Nashville and how, like... It's rough. Awful of an experience. <laughs> okay, before we get more into the rain, <laughs> this brings up a whole tangent that I want to dive into. Let's talk about just one of the worst dates we've each been on. And I want to hear oh, yours geez. first. Okay. Okay. Because, as you can tell, I, we are both single. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... I think mine would have to be a while ago. I went on like a hinge date. This was like had to be at least three or four years ago. Okay. Um, and I we were there. First of all, like I have no problem with you like drinking. That does not bother me. Like I right. got a drink. You got a drink. This guy had like at least six beers Whoa. in like t- an hour. I th- like it was two drinks d- per date. Like, it was a that's, second. That's a date. max. It was a second date. And, like, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I'll just... It's, like, one of those where it's not, like, a red flag yet, but it's, like, it's kind of, like, creeping on red. Like, we're going orange flag territory, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so... Like, Diver down. <laughs> so, then I was like, okay, whatever. Well, then, in the middle of the date, he gets a phone call. And, basically, like, he tells me it's his mom. And I'm like, okay. And he's like... Oh, my mom never calls me. Like, I'm going to take it. And I was like, okay. He goes outside for 30 minutes. I would have left. And sits on the phone to the point where, like, we get the food. And I, like, eat half of it and put the rest of it in a box. Because I'm like, I'm at this point, I'm tapped you're, out. You're like, did he just? I'm did tapped I, out. You're like, did I just get stood up? I know. I was like tapped out at that point. I was talking to another guy on the phone. I was like texting somebody else while I was waiting for him because yeah. I was like, like you want to meet up? My this. date sucks. I'm like, I'm over it. Um. So yeah, then he came back and I was kind of like, hey, like, good to what hang. What the fuck? Gotta go. Wait, it gets worse. So then. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more. So then. We're walking to the car. I purposely was like, okay, like, it was great to see you, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, oh, I'll get to your car. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, <laughs> fine. And then. No, no, thank you. Yeah. And then he was like, like, I got to my car. He went in for it, right? But, like, I did, like, the side hug, that uh. awkward, like, let me hurry up and shift. So, like, <laughs> this is it. And when I pulled back from the hug. Homeboy just planted one on me. Like grabbed your head kind like, of thing? just all of a sudden kissed me. You're like, and I was oh, like, this is my face. And I was like, oh. And like I pulled back. Like it wasn't even enjoyable. That was the prop, right? So like. <laughs> yeah. So then, wait. So then I pull back. And I wasn't dramatic. I just was like, okay, like no, I'm done with you. this. And then he kissed me again. Gross. And I was just like. So homeboy okay. got denied three times and was still like, or two times and was still like, mm, third time's the charm. I guess. I mean, he ended up texting me. And to be fair, I unintentionally ghosted him. 
because you don't have to lie. No, I swear. We intentionally ghosted ghosted him because he texted me like a week later that like Saturday and I was in the middle of getting ready for a wedding that I was going to back home. Mm -hmm. And so in the hectic of like, you know, being a girl, get my hair. I'm busy right now. Makeup, blah, blah, blah. Genuinely forgot to text him back. Right. Because like, I don't like the whole ghosting thing. Like, I would rather be like, I'd rather somebody be like, hey, I'm not into you. Like, at least let me know. Hey, you tried kissing me twice and I tried giving you the signal. (laughs) I I try. I mean, I went for the side hug. The side hug is an obvious single. Yeah. Single. Signal. I'm obviously single. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best make a mark for that. Damn. The side hug is the single. Oh, God. (laughs) She's Christ. Oh, Lord. Oh, my um, God. Oh, my God. This is water. I promise. <laughs> um, You're like, it's uh, not a water bottle full of vodka. <laughs> no, yeah. I feel like the side hug is like the obvious like signal. Like, I don't. Like, I'm not into it, but I don't think he caught Homeboy that. didn't get it. Didn't get it. Yikes. Um, so, yeah, that was probably my worst most recently, like, dating. That's pretty brutal. It's not recent. I mean, it's been a couple years. So I don't really got- care. I've got one that's about my date drinking too much. So we'll just, I'll just go down, okay, the, we'll go down the same highway. Perfect. I can't um, wait. So I had lived here for probably a year or two and I think it was a bumble or a hinge date too. Okay. Cause I definitely hadn't met this girl in the real life, but, um, I was at the gym at the time and we were messaging back and forth and she's like, Hey, I just canceled a date tonight. Do you want to go out? And I'm like, okay, wait, first of all, red flag. Red flag. I just canceled a date, so you won't go out? Second, Talk about being a second choice. She had, She's like, I just canceled a date. Do you want to go out? Jesus. And I was so single. Desperate? T- t- thanks. <laughs> single. Desperate. We've all been there. Those, right? are the, those are the diplomatic words I'm going to use. But uh, she had asked if I wanted to go out, and I was like, yeah, sure. And I said, well, how about you tell me where you're going to meet up. I'll just meet you up in an hour. And she gave me the address to the Thompson Lane Applebee's oh, across the street from the Guitar Center. Yeah. And I think I've told this on the podcast before, but who cares? Because I don't remember this girl's name. Probably good. Probably so we both well. showed up and I remember walking into the Applebee's with her and she goes, yeah, so I haven't had a drink in nine months. And I was like, oh, that's OK. We don't have to drink tonight. She goes, no, I'm drinking tonight. Oh, like, oh no! Oh no! So we sat down in like Applebee's. One dollar margaritas. Applebee's was doing the uh, two for one drinks, so, so it was oh, two for one margaritas, or in her case, two for one Long Islands. Oh, jeez! And she drank four Long, Long Islands in under Did an you hour. You drag her out of that thing, and she it, how'd like, she walk? <sighs> She got so drunk, and like the you, you you can tell when somebody's getting drunk because they start slurring their speech, and then <laughs> they start. She just went from sober to I, I, don't, I. She went. She became that drunk, but mm-hmm. she was so hammered. She asked our gay waiter to have a threesome with us. <gasps> oh, wow! She's, she's like, you sh- you should you should want you want to come have sex with me in the sky, and he's like. I'm gay. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm gay. And she goes, well, I, I, I need to take a piss. 
Oh. So she we gets love up and that. goes to the bathroom, and I apologize to the waiter. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. And he goes, your girlfriend sucks. And I'm like, uh, this is our first date. And he just goes, ha! <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly amazing. That's yeah, a I was great like, reaction. I was like, this is our first date. I've never met this girl before. He goes, bro, that sucks. Okay. And I was like, can you please cut her off? He goes, you got it. So he took, <laughs> he took, he took the drink, and I signed the check and everything and waited for her to come back. She goes, where the fuck is my drink? <gasps> and I'm like, oh, yeah, they cut you off because you're drunk. She goes, I'm not fucking drunk. And she started yelling. Oh, she smashed Lord. everything off of the table onto the floor. Okay, yours is better. And then she stood up and stormed out. Oh, wow. Making a scene in the Thompson Lane Applebee's. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm there on my first drink. Yeah, I, I trying to apologize to the staff and everything. like, So I went and sat down at the bar by myself, as I should have originally. Yeah. And I'm drinking my beer, and the bartender's like, what the fuck was all of that about? And I was like, well, that was a bad first date. Oh. And they gave me my second drink, and I was sitting there, and the girl comes back in uh-uh. and tries to get a, another round from the bartender. And the bartender goes, was that the girl that you just went on a date with that just got... She came back in? That I- just came back and I was like, that's her. And the bartender loved her to death. Sassy black woman just goes, huh-uh. <laughs> and she Love walked it. off into the distance, never to be seen again until last until. year. She's friends with some of our friends and swears that it didn't happen. That's because she don't remember after four Long Island Ice. That's what I said. That's what I said. This girl swears up and down that it didn't happen. Hmm. And I remember seeing the girl with my friends. And I I had that like hmm, gut reaction. Like it kicked in. And I was just like. like PTSD. Yeah, no kidding. And (laughs) I texted my friend and I was like, you remember the really bad date? I told you about the girl at the Thompson Lane Applebee's. That's your friend. You're hanging out with her. And yeah, that's that's the end of it. That is but funny. yeah, I wouldn't remember that if I drank four Long Islands either. No. Yeah. So Ooh. I think what we're saying here is dating from dating apps is bad. Which is the premise of the rain. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. No, it really is. I mean, we were genuinely like talking about that, like just how like there's so many, like there's so many people on these apps and like, and just dating in general here. Cause I feel like the problem too with those things is like, it's like a tourist town, right? right. So like a lot of the time it's people coming through or like they just want to hook up for the night or like, there's just so many things. And like, it's really hard to find people that like want to commit right. into the whole premise of like, is, I mean, it says it in the song is like, you know. Like, this drought's got to end someday, so what makes you the rain? It's like, mm-hmm. what makes you the person that's actually going to make me feel like I'm not wasting my time anymore? I love that. In a way. Um, yeah, it's like a very metaphoric way. It was also nasty weather that day, mm-hmm. so I think the rain kind of just... <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, what can we use as a metaphor for, like, this shit show of a dating right. scene? <laughs> yeah, because it's it's bad. Yeah. It's, it's real bad. bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. So that was my last who- hinge date. <laughs> <laughs> I think I went on one more after that. And yeah. I've been, like, I'll download the app and swipe through and then be yeah. like, mm, nah, delete it again. Yeah. 
I had one of those moments where I was swiping through or something and I was like, is this really all that's out there? But then mm-hmm. I looked at like the, turned the mirror around and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm on here, too. <laughs> <laughs> that That's the thing. I feel like it's also I feel like those things are rigged because I feel like they want you to pay for the good. people. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. definitely I've heard this. They definitely I haven't pay done wallet. it, but I've heard that like if you like pay the what is it like? $15 a month or whatever that you get like better matches that I would believe it. I mean, I can't even tell you the last time I was on hinge. So. Keep, keep it that way. Uh, it probably hasn't gotten better in the last five years. Yeah. Has anything in the world gotten better in the last five years? No. I mean, well, except I for guess, the S&P yes, 500. We don't have COVID anymore. <laughs> well, I guess we do. Okay, so we're not shut yeah. down. So we're one not thing. shut down. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's start there, which I think is why a lot of people started on those apps right. again, right? Like it was kind of like you have nothing else to do and you can't <laughs> go see anybody. Like you can't go do anything. Nope. So like you might as well talk to people online. Right. And then if I don't want to go see you, I can blame it on COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend I will never forget during COVID. I had a friend that came to my show with a first date, like a girl that was on the first date. And then in the parking lot of our show, they made out. And then I had to cancel my show the next day at the same place because homegirl had COVID and he made out with her. Oh so then he had COVID. Oh so God. then it was just a whole thing. And I'm like, that are you sucks. serious right now? You're like, could you not have kept it in your pants for one more day? Also, just like, had, like there's no way you didn't know you had COVID the right. night before. Right. <laughs> like, how does that <laughs> work? Like... That makes no sense. Uh, but yeah, anyway. So yeah, it, I think it's just a weird time. But that is the premise of The Rain was kind of just three girls talking about how awful dating is in this city. Now, it's not all bad. I mean, I have tons of friends that have met on like dating apps or have met people like out and about here. So it's not all awful. I think it's just It's just awful, certain for, experiences. It's just awful for us. <laughs> yeah, it's not just us. <laughs> but yeah. So who produced The Rain? Um, Ryan Ladd. Okay. Um, what was the recording process like? Um, so we basically threw the tracks down for the music in a studio. Okay. Um, so I had all the guys come in and play that day. And then the vote, I just did like a scratch vocal. And then we did the actual vocal at his house. Cool. In his like studio in his cool. house. Yeah. So what's planned for this year? I know you've got more music coming yeah. up this year. Yeah. Um, Tell me yeah. about the first release and then any subsequent releases you've got coming up. Um, yeah, so this is like the first time in my career within the last however years um, that I've like actually been really like on it. And mm-hmm. like I have a bad habit of like releasing a song and then like two years go by and I'm like, oh crap, like I really need to put out another song. <laughs> so like I really this year, I was like... Oh, hello, Swear for a second. Uh, this year, I was like, okay, I want to like make it a point to like release continuously. So I did the rain in October, um, February 9th. So in like two weeks, I have another song, Situationship, coming out. <sighs> That's a good one. Thank you. Yeah, I'm pumped about it. That's a good one. I'm did you record and uh, produce everything the same way as the rain? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. Did put the music down. Uh, we actually did the music for that in the rain the same day. Oh, okay, cool. So I had the guys come in and play that day. Great. Um, I did add, I mean, you know, obviously you add things as you're, like, getting more of the feel of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, like, for me, Situationship was harder 
than the rain. The rain was very cut and dry, like acoustic, very. Is this a little bit more pop bop vibe? Yes. This is more, this is a jam. Like (laughs) this is, it was funny because we, I wrote it with the same girls, Mm -hmm. Emma and Sam. And um, funny enough, I was on the phone with one of my best friends. Literally, she was seeing a guy, but like he wouldn't commit. Like there were just things he would do that were like, I can't tell if he wants to be with me or he's just like messing around and Mm -hmm. like doesn't want to commit. So she was complaining to me my whole drive to this right. And um, (laughs) I literally hung up and went in there and we started talking as girls do. I feel like most co-writes start with like a whole like catch up slash like gossip section. Tell me what's wrong. Right. (laughs) So we did that and I was like, you are never going to guess what my friend is dealing with right now. Like what? And so we just started talking about it. And I was like, it's like this weird like situation thing. And we're like, for some reason, situationship came up. And they were like, oh, do you know what a situationship? And I was like, Um, so yeah. And then that's, we wrote it literally based on that. And I actually literally left that right. We did like a work tape, left the right. And I sent it to her. Wow. I just wrote this song about you and I was terrified. I'm like, she's probably going to hate me. Like I literally (laughs) was like thinking the worst, like she's probably like, seriously, Kayla. Like, and I really didn't have any plan to release it. There was no, you know, it was just fun. And she literally texted me back and was like, I'm crying right now. Like, oh, this is so cool. Like, I love it. You took everything. Because I literally was like looking at texts that we had or like thinking about what she had told me. And a lot of those lines in that song are things that she told me. Real life things she yeah. said. And so after that, I like showed it. Like, I do this thing with like new songs where I like just like feel it out with like my friend group. Like, mm-hmm. like listen to this. And I kind of like based on the reaction can kind of tell like. That's a what's gonna like the rain. One of my really good friends, like I showed it to her in the car and she sobbed. <laughs> and I was like, I guess this is a good sign. I guess this is okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so I like played out with my friends. And the first time I played Situation Chip for a couple of my friends, literally, they were like, I can see you singing this in an arena. Like, hell yeah. And I was like, Sold. Sold. All like, right. That's all let's, you got to tell me, right? Um, <laughs> Lady A, if you need an bi- opener. <laughs> right? If you need an opener, please call. Um, I'll have my own mic this time, so. So know. what is the release date for a situation ship? The 9th, February 9th. All right. We're coming up on it. We're coming up on it. Actually, it's, that's. It's like two weeks. Yeah, that'll be. Yeah. Uh, That'll be out just a few days after this podcast. I know. Pre-save now. Pre- please do. Please do. I keep looking at that camera and nobody's looking at me in that camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it'll be fun. Like, I, and this is the first time I'm doing like a release party. Like, I'm going to do the whole shebang. Where you know? is the party, the concert, everything? Um, it's all- at Whiskey Room Live in King's Bowling in Franklin. Sweet. Yeah, I'm pumped. So there's like a music venue in the back of Bowling mm-hmm. Alley. Um, so yeah, we're going to make it, we're going to make it like a whole shindig. That's going to be awesome. And do you have any more singles (laughs) planned for the rest of 2024? Yes. Cool. How many more? Um, I don't want to give away all my secrets, Aaron. Um, (laughs) at least a couple, at least two or three. Cool. For sure. That are like ready to get ready to go, but like in the books, like in the process. Well, Um, stream the rain. Please do. Pre-save situation ship. Please do. Uh, before we get to the the very end, do you have anything you'd like to tell the listeners this week that's just a final thought? No. Last week's... <laughs> you're like, nah. 
last week Mara Streppa's uh, words were, be What's kind, it? don't be a dick. That, oh, okay. So like like a little phrase? Is that what you're anything, asking? You don't about? have to. I, I don't. I you don't have to have a final thought. That's okay. <laughs> I honestly can't think of anything. I just, be be a good person. That's what be I a good would person. Say. Don't be, be a, a dick. Yes. <laughs> be a good person. Maybe like, that can be my new sign off. I'm I'm a big like I, I'm a big karma person. Be be a good person. Be a good person. We got enough crappy people out there. <laughs> Mick Jagger and Keith Richards being the exception to the rule. Yeah, I mean, but they they do it in a cool way. Yeah, they do it in a cool way. Well, Kayla, give us your plugs. Tell us where we can find you online. So, um, website. Obviously, Aaron has looked at it. (laughs) (laughs) Some of these things he knew, obviously. Um, But I mean, any honestly, any I always tell people anything with an HTTPS, I have it. Like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I used to have a MySpace, but you know that's not a thing anymore. Let's start. Let's bring TikTok, MySpace back. Um, you know, I'm I'm considering FarmersOnly.com nice. or Christian Mingle. You cool. know, we'll see. I'm see what happens. <laughs> see what happens after that whole talk about dating follow me, app. I am not going to be Christian on there. Mingle. <laughs> <laughs> you will not find me. <laughs> but yeah, no, honestly, anywhere. What's your uh, What's your social media handle? Oh, that's a good question. I'm glad you think of these things. Um, <laughs> I know you're. I know you're. Kay Woodson music on Instagram. Kay but Woodson it's a music for the pla- all of them. For all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kay Woodson music. The letter cool. K. Woodson. Well, we'll have that linked in the episode description. Yeah. Um, KaylaWoodson.com. Yes. Guys, thank you so much for listening this week. Kayla, thank you for thank joining you. us. Episode 109, featuring country artist Kayla Woodson. We'll be back next week for episode number 110. Please give us a follow at Nashville Tour Stop on your social media platforms. If you'd like to attend a live show, we've got our full live event calendar on our website at NashvilleTourStop.com. Leave us a five-star review, share with a friend, and until next time, please do remember that all roads lead right back here to the Nashville Tour Stop. Yeehaw, motherfucker.